welcome to Because You Are Young, the program for young people by young people here on Kingdom World Radio. Now, if you've never joined us before, Because You Are Young is a program where we talk about the issues and dynamics of the life of a Christian teenager and youth and how we handle them according to how Christ prescribed for us in his word. You can join our discussion at any time. Just feel free to check out our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter handles at the KW Radio. Or you can send us a mail if you need to at, the ra- at radio at pastor.ng. This is Still Kingdom World Radio. I'm your host, Akino Lushino. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this short break. Alright, welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Because You Are Young, the Young People's Program here on Kingdom World Radio. Today, we're going to be talking about friendships. Friendships. We're talking about my inner circle, who should be my friend. And discussing this topic with me today to dissect what we'll be talking about are my friends and guests here with me in the studio. Chinedo Dechuku. Rhoda. All right, so thank you so much, guys, for being around. So we're talking about my inner circle. I think that one, that particular um, phrase, inner circle, seems to strike a bit of meaning into everybody that hears it. You know, you have friends. Maybe they're just friends. I'm doing air quotes, friends. Then there's inner circle, the inner caucus, the the cabal. She want to say it like that. <laughs> so. What, what, what we just want to talk about that now. Okay, how do you? What is the definition? What kind of person will you call the inner circle? What are the people that you can call inner circle? People that you identify as ah, this person is my friend. Don't know how people say this. This there's a word that came to my mind, but let me not give anybody wrong connotations. I think the inner circle. What it means? People you, you can confide in, people that can tell you when you tell you something when you are wrong. People that can instruct you. People that you can. Tell literally everything about you. And people. also, they can also tell you about themselves. People you can open up to, you know, when you mess up, at that point in time where, you know, you just mess up or you've done something stupid, someone you can just call and you say, and you say ah, see you, I've done this, I've done that. And the person does not judge you by your action. The person just, you know, helps you out, encourages you, scolds you when necessary, and praise together with you. If you look at it like that, it seems that you only have friends from when you are misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You don't misbehave. But you can you? gist with too, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. talk, okay. Uh, you can gist with. Not just about um, instruction and correction, yeah. but maybe you can talk about everything in life. Everything, yeah. Sister, you are the people that you will call friends. I'll, in addition to what they've all said, I would say people that you can share your burdens with. Exactly. Like, go of everything that's happening in the world right now. So, you just need someone that you can call and talk to and you don't basically just have to say anything in particular. Just yeah. listening to what you said is just enough. Very important. Yeah. Listening. Well, the, the, the reason the question was important was because, you know, especially in the world of today, people are very good at blurring lines. You know, it's difficult to define anything right now. I watched a video the other day where the... These left and right wing people in America, they are having an argument on abortion. And then the guy came on stage and was telling the woman that was talking that you keep on referring to pro-choice people as 
pro-abortion. And the woman was like, are you pro-abortion or anti-abortion? <laughs> and the guy is like, um, that's not what we're talking about. So it's a very simple question. Me, I'm anti-abortion. Are you pro-abortion? <laughs> and the guy couldn't answer. Was like, well, then what are you here talking about? Like, do you support abortion or you don't support abortion? And you see, that, kind, that attitude mm. throws across everything in our, in our daily lives these days. Ah. So, the question now is that, especially among young people, we attach the label friend, 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 friend to anybody we can talk to for mm. two minutes Even without an acquaintance. Anybody that you can hold a conversation with for two minutes is your friend. <laughs> but this is my friend. Even children said, eh, you come back from school first day. Mommy, see my friend. Somebody yeah. that you've known for literally 24, less than 24 hours. Mommy, see my friend. And we carry that childlike attitude and carry it throughout our entire lives. You meet one new guy. Ah, this is my friend. Sometimes I don't know his last name. It's my friend. So the question was not very important. Okay, how do we attach those labels? Because identifying things, calling them by their names, mm. is very important to knowing how you we relate, relate to them. them. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You get, you, you yeah. get, I think we'll, we can all contribute to the G. So, mm. Chinedu said something about um, confiding in, the confiding in people. Mm. Rhoda said something about people that you can talk to when you have messed up. Mm. And then they encourage you. And they encourage you and call you stupid, you know, <laughs> all kinds of things. <laughs> and Stalini said something about um, people body. that. What do you say? Share your body. Share that bodies. you share your bodies with. Basically, people that can hold you up mm. and you hold them up. So, with that in mind now, we now look into. And we come into like we're talking to Christians. So the Christian perspective now, friendship. How do you? What are the guidelines behind that? How do you look at that? Okay, you know many people now. One of the many reasons that they don't grow well in Christ is that they begin to ignore the principle of you know good company, bad company, spiritual growth, working with scoffers, sitting with sinners, mm-hmm. eating with tax collectors. I don't know how you. <laughs> so actually, the way you are laughing, since you have something to say about that. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, it, it is very necessary because we have to um, cre- um, know it very well about who is the, um, are we in the good company or in the bad company? Because just like you said, if we throw that word friends flippantly that you are my friend mm-hmm. and you are my friend, it now means as if that Jesus Christ did not tell us that you have to deny everything, even father, mother, and follow after me. So it's, it's a conscious effort. So uh, for me, you have to make sure that anyone that I'm going to call my friend, first of all, loves the Lord. And you are seeing that um, desire and, and everything and zeal in knowing the Lord. Mm-hmm. At least that, in the first place, at least draws me closer to the person before we start having a conversation like that will go somewhere. So having said that, it will help us like um, take a little step further from the bad company. Because if we are just there just to um, talk with everybody that we see, we cannot um, take a proper stance in life on that. Mm-hmm. Okay, I also think in addition to what you said, just like what you said, you can't, first of all, you can't just start talking with, you know, I don't even know how to put it, an unbeliever. Even Bible tells us that we should not be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Well, does, that, does, does, does that particular... I don't. I don't think. I don't think. It, I don't it, think. It think the conversation. Also. I don't like. I think it's on the borderline of what we're trying to say. You know, like unequally yoked. Because mm. when you know when you talk about the yoke, when it was when they were talking about yoke in the old test in the um, old testament, now the, the law of Moses, yoke was like what they used to connect ox to ox, two oxes mm. together, two ox together mm. to thread land. 
So you could tell that those people are very strongly connected together. Mm-hmm. But then when he's not talking about okay, maybe I don't know what how we are trying to but put it now. Yes, I understand what you're trying to say that you know, being yoked is like going an extra mile, something like that. There's a strong connection. Strong connection. People. I think I even apply to friendships too. But child. that's the basis. I mean, you must be, um, you must be of the same light, same mindset, the same light uh, mindset mm. before you guys can. So, in making friends, in having friends, first of all, as a believer, as a Christian girl, as a Christian boy. Look at the lifestyle of that person. Okay, is he even a Christian? Mm-hmm. Is he even does he even believe there is God? There are people out there that will tell you that I don't go to church. I was talking to somebody yesterday. Yesterday was Sunday. I said, I hope you went to church. The person said, Ah, since this year, I can't even remember. This year is even. I can't even remember when last I entered church. You see, now I can't call that person my friend. Mm-hmm. That's just a wrong background or a wrong. Uh-huh. So, first of all, we must know that you're a believer. That's the first step, according to what Chinedu said. That's the first step. Then, before you start checking, okay, your likes, do people agree on the same thing? And that. I, I think, okay, another thing that is important to note, and I think that's something about um, spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. You know, the Bible said, iron sharpened iron. Mm-hmm. Confess your faults to one another, pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The effective prayer of a righteous man, a righteous man availeth much. Oh. So that's where it becomes very obvious that you see in the Bible, even the apostles, Jesus Christ, God Himself knew that we need fellowship, we need brethren. Okay. So the importance of fellowship, fellowship mm. importance of friendship per mm. se, cannot family relations, it cannot be overemphasized. Mm. And even on the reverse, now because there's one very common thing with human beings now. You follow Chijoke. Before you give your life to Christ, you and Chijoke went everywhere, talked about everything. Chijoke will bring up this conversation about one girl that he saw. People will laugh, 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 laugh. Talk about the girl, one kind, one kind. Unfortunately, now you went to church this Sunday and you cried and gave your life to Christ. Then everybody came back. Chijoke called you again. And you followed Chijoke to go to where he wanted to go. And you were laughing in the same Chijoke. As if nothing had changed. I think it was you that mentioned something just now about um, denying yourself yeah, follow to follow me. Jesus Christ. I think that's where the issue now comes up. Yeah. Now, people don't understand the... Inf- um, I don't know if I'm trying to... Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. If they are friends, like if... if the, what, do you, what do you call his name? If he's friends with Chijoke and he has actually given his life to Christ, he should tell the Chijoke. guy that this is... Yeah, guy, this is I can't my continue. Like, this is mm-hmm. my stand Okay, but right then now. if you ask the question, now, for instance, now, I think many people believe that it's quite difficult, especially in this day and age where there's a lot of self-centered people, people don't care, people are looking out for themselves more often than others. Self-care. It's very difficult to, people are looking for the way to preserve relationships. It's quite difficult to... So they cannot to the, open up and yeah. tell them what yeah. is really you going know, Even before you get there, even you are, it's difficult to cut people off. You know, like considering people's feelings, considering people's ah. relationships, you don't want mm. to have the one that you look at somebody and on plus the road what you are gaining. and cover your eyes. your life the and death something mm. new. If you are really interested, if you are really, you know, um, serious with your faith and you've decided that this is the path I want to take in life and I've decided to serve God, I think there's no need um, thinking about other people's feeling when it comes to, as long as you know that um, this friendship I had before I was born again is no longer healthy, just cut it off. Tell them, you know, I think, I tell think, them I think and burn the bridges. What even makes people... Um, what even makes this thing difficult is I would like to make it look as if it's a... You know, many people feel like it's something that you will sit down and tell everybody that, okay, look, 
what people are expecting that you tell them line all your friends up and say okay look i don't used to drink again i don't used to smoke again i cannot be following you out to these kind of places again mm. we can't be having this kind of conversation again they want to explain everything well usually it's not difficult there's this story i heard from people my friends that go to particular university in nigeria and the place is rife with cultists now of course one thing that's very common with cultists is that they like to harass girls a lot they do it a lot. Ah, follow me up and follow me. Ah, come be my girlfriend. That kind of thing. Let's go out. All those kind of wahala. And girls know they go it a lot. Some girls now go under the defense that okay, I have a boyfriend or so and so and so. Putting one innocent boy in trouble because the courtists <laughs> don't care. Okay, you have a boyfriend. That's the problem. Ah, now there's one boy that's going to be injured if he doesn't leave you alone. Exactly. But then one thing that my friends that go to that university told me is that you see the easiest way they found out they are escaping those boys is it's very simple. When they ask you that to go out, tell them that they should come and meet you in church. Yeah, I have a fellowship. Maybe after said, the fellowship. After the fellowship, come, yeah. let's go. Ah, say, come, let's go. No, I'm going to church. Oh. Can Just, we see after church? Exactly. Yeah, you go, you go to church. I'm mean, I mean, a Christian. He said that by the time you do that thing to the guy, like one, two times, he leaves you alone. They don't want to see people like that. He doesn't want. These girls are trying to explain themselves. Mm. Those are the ones that get hammered the most. But you will just come meet me in church. Can't you go somewhere else? No, I cannot miss church. No. I no, cannot miss come church. Me, come, well, come, let's go to yes, church. After going then... And I will not follow you. To, we, yes. can, we can talk after church. He said, just do that thing one, two times. They will leave you alone. And it's so simple. Many times, it, all it takes is that... Ah, ch- um, Chinedu, come, let's go again now. I don't know why I say Chinedu. I don't know why I say. It's only Chichines, <laughs> man. I know. Chichi, okay, say Chinedu, come, let's go now. Ah, I cannot go. Why now? You know, club is so... so I said, no, I cannot go. Why? I'm a Christian. We don't used to go to club in my church. Now, the thing is that we think this thing is silly. Meanwhile, we have people with the world that will tell you that they cannot do something. Something Why? You know, it doesn't pair well with my temperament. Exactly. My zodiac sign cannot no. follow that. Um, you, know, you know, as a Leo, we don't really like Abanitro <laughs> But the people would be ashamed to say, I don't do this kind of thing. Why? I'm a Christian. And so some Christians, that's their own Christian. Me, my own Christian doesn't yeah, do yeah, like that. You know, one thing is that I met someone, um, I think last month, a guy. So, you know, the first day, hi, hello, okay. The next day, I bumped into him, said, eh, please, can we hang out? I said, sorry, it's late. I don't hang out with guys at night. You know, I said, eh, but this and this. Okay, it's called a long story short. We got into a conversation. And, you know, when I, I told him, no, I'm a Christian. I don't do that. And he was not telling me that. I should forget that thing that, you know, there are other Christian ladies there that you just be my friend, give me what I want, and I open a supermarket for you, you, see? you know. And I'm like, like sorry, excuse me. Um, I don't need this supermarket. Like, but then the guy made it clear to me that I should forget that. Why am I saying I'm a Christian? Okay, does it mean that okay, I'm a Christian? Uh, I don't do this. I said, yes, sir. I'm a Christian, so I can't do it. And I think many times it's usually that simple. And do you know that after that day, he stopped, you know, whatever it is. It, it got to him that, okay, this girl said she can't do it. Why? Simply because it's against her faith. Is against her Christian I think principles. It's even David Poston that said it that he said that the world will not like a true church, mm-hmm. but they will always respect it. Exactly. Mm. That is the honest truth. They may not like you, but for the convictions that you have, they will always they will respect, respect you. Yeah. Those boys will not disturb you. you and again, if they know that you're not double minded, you're not wavering, okay, I'm here, I'm there, you're not. Exactly. If they are desperate and the devil really corrupts them that much, some of them might even follow you to church. Now you've led somebody to salvation. This happens in my, the church. I, the church I, I follow a lot. This happens to some guys. They like know some guys. I happen to them like that. That the reason they came to that church, they were following one girl. 
That's how they came to church, gave their life to Christ. And so I followed the, they are following all the women in the church. Oh, the, and the, sisters and the brothers. Thing is, there are times that, okay, let's say someone is desperate. He goes after the lady and gets to the church, pretends and feels, oh, all is going well, and acts along from beginning to the end. Gets what he wants. Once is, I heard a story of a, a man that was a Muslim. He got married to his sister in the church. He, mm. he played along well. Mm. Got married after the wedding. First day, the wedding night, he carried his mat and his abishu, exactly. went to pray. That's so you, what, I asked yourself, what happened I've there? I've gotten what I want. Yes, gotten what he wanted. Some people, so how will you, you need, you need to know how, like, how this person thinks. I don't really, because many people will pretend. And you will not know that this person is pretending. You feel that, okay, you are going okay. along okay, before, before and we even you never know the truth. I think another thing we have to know, because most times, when people claims they have given their life to Christ like that, mm. and when instances like this comes, maybe for instance, I'm in school. I don't normally have pocket money to feed myself. I hang around with friends mm. and we eat and drink. So now I've given my life to Christ and all of a sudden, if I, I know that if I pull out from this, my guys, mm. food, stuff, I'll stop feeding. So most of the times, that's when the issue comes up the temptation the temptation or the denial so that's why when we read what the lord jesus said deny yourself Mm. and follow me it makes more sense because let me use myself as an example like i know the kind of friends i used to have before we need to hang out you know try ourselves in toasting one girl or or the other that kind of a thing but at a point when it all makes sense that jesus is only you Mm. so that time come let's hang out say i'm not going so for that period of time, they were looking at me strange and all those things. But thank God for his mercy. I was able to hold on to him and tenaciously. It wasn't easy because most of the time you derive satisfaction in all those things. But what we are saying here is that since we have made that, um, we have made that acknowledgement, we have accepted his lordship in our life, we have to hold on to it because it, it's because of what we are going to gain just like you were saying, those blurry lines. You saw you, so you be friends with the person. The person won't lose you. You know, like you can mm-hmm. get contracts, mm-hmm. all these things, and all those things. So you because of to, that, you, want to you won't be putting yourself the out there world. publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a Christian only on paper, but when it comes to action, like it's a personal religion, you, do, you don't bring it like, out. Like many that, people uh, do that kind of thing, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to this, you know, friendship thing. Now you want to ask uh, this one is not a friend this is a business friendship this is a social you know my social life i have to keep up my social life but then you forget the scripture that says that um do not love the world um he that um is a friend of the world do not be deceived how has this james not, put it again okay friendship with the we world is enmity with god yes that's how james put it so you are a friend of the world. Do not love the world or the things Jesus of the offers. world. If anyone loves the world, the father of the, the father is the not here. It's plain and simple. So all these people that try, oh, whenever you are trying that trick, you say you can't trick. Even if forget God self, God you can never ever trick. Mm. You cannot deceive spiritual things that mm. way. Mm. They don't do that kind of. They don't do that kind of mass. For them is where are you? If you hang on the fence, they throw you to one side. Every time. Okay, I don't want to. I'm a Christian now, but ah. But this is my guys. Now, many times the problem with people is that they think that they cannot make the adjustment. Mm. You hang out with a few of these church people now. Mm. You people sit down. The first two conversations you had, you people were talking about what pastor preached on Sunday. <laughs> What's one brother? Ah, one Rema he got because he yeah. read Hosea. Um, yeah. 
for the first time in two months. Yeah. And that's what they talk about for like one hour. And those guys seem to be very, very engaged yeah. and they seem to be enjoying themselves. Unfortunately, you, you gave your life to Christ last week and you can't seem to get it. That's why you know on learning cultures being mm. transformed by you out of your mind. Yeah. You now go back and hang out with Chijoke, our test subject mm. again. Mm-hmm. And Chijoke mentions one party he went to and one game, and this thing is making you happy yeah. again. You start feeling alive. You start feeling uh, <laughs> coming back. But then when the process of denial now comes and I believe mm. that you just say, ah, God, please, I have this, I've given myself to you. You go and tell Chijoke, and please, if you want to talk about anytime and can't be following you to talk about these things again. Why? I'm a Christian. If the guy refuses, stop talking to him. I think that's what happened to Rhoda because the person he mentioned said that after other Christian girls, doing they are doing it. Too. And they are still serving this God. He's a loving God, you know. You can do it too. Why so, why, why so, are you being so. You're getting like, to the extreme. Like, like, are you now. Many people would like, if you go on places like YouTube now, I hear many um, so called liberal, progressive Christians, mm. maybe not in Nigeria. I don't know about. I don't know if such people exist in Nigeria. Call themselves they are liberal. in hiding. They are in hiding. Okay, yeah, they are hiding. <laughs> but you know, if you go abroad, they are more outright. Yeah. Say, I'm a progressive Christian. I have friends that work in the adult film industry. Yeah. That's pornography. Yes, that's what, what, that's yes, what they would call yes. it. I have friends that work in the adult film industry. I have friends that are gay. They say, God still loves yeah. them. And you see the problem now, like again, love the world, the things of the world, mm. love of the Father is not mm-hmm. in you. Mm-hmm. When we are talking about friendships now, friendships, just like every other thing in association in the spirit, is it will either build you up or break you down. True. You just have to choose. Evil company will corrupt good manners. Good manners One. True. The other side, iron will sharpen iron. It's not possible to have both. Mm. Iron cannot sharpen you, and then every time the axe is sharpened by a whetstone, another form of iron, once it hits wood, it dulls again. Mm. And you will remain yourself in one phase state of being sharp, being dull, just. And you, when other people are growing and going, you begin to wonder why God is not helping you. And God yeah. is just looking at you like I'm not serious. Yeah, very yeah. true. And another thing is that, you know, we are talking of the inner circle. We're not just saying friendship like someone you meet outside or something. These people now, they define who you are. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, they define who you are. And Adage says, show me your friend and I will tell you who you are. And then, remember, you also attract what you are. Mm -hmm. So, if you say, if I say, I'm a Christian, it may not be easy to, you don't expect me to just, maybe after one week, I'll have friends or it will be that easy for me. No, it's not going to be easy for me. But the thing is that, okay, I've decided that come rain, come um, sun, this is what I have decided to do. And this is my this is my stand on it. This is what I want to do. This is what I have decided. Now, it now determines the type of things I like, the choices I make. So I really don't care about maybe what other people may say or my past friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, at this point now, I have to take my stand. I have to say, okay... Sorry, guys. I don't think I can be in this group again. Um, I've already decided this. Okay, but let's... I, I, get, I get what you're trying to say. Maybe we've even talked about it a little bit over here now. But let's now advise somebody that is now like in that phase state. You get what I'm trying to say? They are trying to live their old life. Mm. But you know, of course, no. even in life, whenever you're learning a new culture, whenever it's you're learning easy. a new... Man, you are adjusting to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You cannot expect somebody that gave their life to Christ last week now. Everybody's sitting there talking about the revelation for Jeremiah. Even after giving my life to Christ for such a long time, if you were talking about Revelation from Jeremiah, I would be looking at you until I read Jeremiah and God help me understand Jeremiah. Truth, so how do you help truth, somebody in that? Truth be told, you have a lot of people coming around you. Mm-hmm. But because of well, you know what you want, and you know the state, you're, the, the phase you are in at that particular point in time. So as you are coming and you 
get to know them better. You just are sieving and sifting which one should be closed or which one you just put at arm's length or which one you just say, hi, good morning, and it ends there. So the more you relate to them, the more you know who they are because you cannot just see someone for the first time and next thing you're saying, oh, this is my very close friend. Exactly. So the more you relate to the person, the more you know who should I bring close to myself. Oh, okay, I like this person. I love the way he thinks. I love the way he relates. Okay, let me bring some close to me. Or I don't like this, this mindset. He has this kind of mindset that I'm not too okay with. Let me keep it on at arm's length. And the others, let me just, oh, good morning. You're not fighting. You don't have issues with the person. Just hi, good morning. And it ends there. I, 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 okay, I think that I get, I'm coming from for what you said now. I think that now the best idea now would be just establishing those godly relationships for the sake of Christ himself. Because no, like I said before, many times, it's not an easy transition. Mm. You get what I'm trying to say? True. You've been hanging out with the boys that club, shout all kinds of swear words, drink all kinds of things. For the majority of your life, maybe you're like 21. Now, somebody is telling you that the people that you should have friends are those ones that have been doing holy sacrament, holy sacrament <laughs> and singing all kinds of strange hymns. So people that you should be calling your friends. That transition is not very easy. Mm. But for the sake of Jesus Christ, now that's why you, when you, all these people that used to maybe talk a lot of times, especially when they are in um, normal exposed society, say I don't used to go to church. Um, that's how people usually, I believe, I believe, that's how people get injured most of the time. I don't go to church. Where will you now get the association from? Because you know how the early churches used to do it is that people that had will sell what they had, brought the Bring money to the, the apostles' feet, and they used it to provide for the whole body. So they edified themselves consistently, edified themselves daily. They gave themselves to the apostles' teachings and to prayer. They did it as a group. Mm. So people would look forward to such things because it's a family kind of thing. Mm. But then people in our day now, now here, like Ruda uh, said before, that he called him, said that he has not been to church in so, so, and so long. And you want to be an effective Christian. But when these old friends of you, you give yourself more to the temptation of going back to where you were before. Because like we've, I think we've said it before, the spiritual, does, the spiritual upholds vacuums you mm. get. If you don't fill an empty space with something, something what was there before, we come back and exactly. it. You, 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 you get the point. So that really, I think, what will now be the balance for that kind of thing. So just seek out godly relationships for the sake of Jesus Christ himself. I don't know if you guys agree with okay. what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, for someone making that transition, first of all, it is very necessary that you focus on the word of God. Exactly. I will use the story of Jesus and his disciples. You know, at a point, Jesus was preaching and his church in foot kept going down. They remain the 12. his church. The 12 <laughs> disciples. He now told them, won't you go to? They said, we, we don't know anywhere to go. You have the words of eternal life. So, so now, we left everything. We left everything. We're going back to this. So we can't go. We can't there's even go anywhere. So there's nothing left. So I want to relate it to an experience I had, just like I was saying before. So at a point, like all those friends, like even the church I was going then, like some of the things I see in the scripture, like because at that point I've started reading the Bible, I started asking since praying sincere prayer, Lord, please help me. I think that was the first prayer I said, Lord, please help me because I know I can't help myself. So all those prayers, Lord started helping me. So even within the community of believers you find yourself, you just see them, they are not asking, they are not going like reaching out um, for Christ the way you are reaching out. So and I started asking us and said, Lord, please send friends to me, send me friends. So at a point in time, just like we are saying, in normal conversation, Mm-hmm. A friend just came along. 
and just like that, the things that I've read for a long time, you just bring it up in, dis- in discussion. And you see yourself talking about mm-hmm. it maybe like two hours after and all mm-hmm. those things. So I think, first of all, in the transition stage, start reading the word of God. Be sincere about it. Because at that point, just like you said, you can't leave any space. You must okay. fill it up. You must okay. fill it up continuously. I, I, I like the way the one major takeaway I'll take from what you said was the fact that you said that you pray to God, that Father Lord, please send, send me friends. friends. I think many times we don't understand that that thing actually works powerfully. We think that, okay, we're going to, I'm going to church today now. Today I must make friends. I need friends. <laughs> What's this strategize. now? I need friends. Guy, please, how, how are you? My name is Sua, so please, will you be my friend? <laughs> but many times it's just as simple as going to go, Father Lord, you said in your words that iron sharpened iron. I need the fellowship of believers. Please, Father Lord, surround me with good people. Simple and short. How the Lord will decide to do it is up to him. If I only share a personal experience, from giving my life to Christ for a very long time, this friendship thing was difficult for me. Reason being that, you no, know, I was in school. And people I had made friends immediately at that time were, of course, classmates. Who many of them were unbelievers. Then you transition to the point where you are giving yourself to Christ completely now. All those people would have known that, ah, I can do this now, a pastor, so, so, and so, and so. But on the average day, you still see me with them. The reason was that, who else is there again now? At a point in time, I just asked, ah, ah. But you begin, out of um, interest of self-preservation and self-interest, things began to drift. There are conversations you can't have with them anymore. Mm. Before you know it now, somebody that was your friend before, without any due notice, you guys talk once in two months again. Not for anything, but for the fact that this guy does this. The last time he no called me to this, I told him I can't. Yeah. Mm. The last time I was talking about this kind of thing, I left the room. They said that they are going to this guy's house. I said, what are you going to go and do? They said they want to go and go one past the day. But so and so I said, I'm not coming. I'm sick. I'm not going. Ah, uh, uh, what's wrong with you? I abhor, I abhor iniquity. You need to make me sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> that was the problem. So after a while, my circle of friends are reduced from what they were usually. And you be lonely. Before. And you will just become lonely. lonely. Exactly. And at that point in time, I was not very good at opening myself up. We go to church. Church people were so strange. I used to. I was one of church people in quote, but more of in the way you will speak. But associating with them, I said now that ah, do you know what? Life can be so strange. Do you know what God told me? I did not understand. What does that mean? What, why is God telling you this? What's wrong with you? <laughs> But then what God helped me with is that when I went to Lagos, I think in last year or so, a particular circle of people are like I've been relating to one of the sisters before in that like my current church now. More of the on, on a mentor mentee basis. But she directed me to people that were in Lagos, the, the brethren of that particular church. So I just go and join in one of their meetings. They didn't used to have church services, but just they used to come and hang out, meetings, that kind of thing. Just a very informal setting. Everybody come, they will talk, they will just they will laugh. I resisted at first for the same reason of church, ah, church mm. people. Eh, they are one kind. Mm. Yeah. The first day I said, let me just go. It's as if it's God that directed me and said, go. I said, we are this people. So, and so gave me numbers. I called. The first day I went for that meeting, when I, I thought we were done with that place, the way we talked, the way they accepted people, everything. We talked, one particular girl that even came, they said she was a Muslim. We talked, we evangelized to her. When I saw the way these people were evangelizing to somebody as if, they have not had their entire life. And all of them were Muslims before, before they gave their life to Christ. You know, it really, really struck me as very different. It's as if God is answering prayers. By the time we left there that day, when is the next meeting? Now? Ah, when I put, don't forget to tell me, call me. That's how I joined their church. Mm. Just like that, and I fused. Before you know it, now I went to, for retreats with them, met new people, took their numbers. And the kind of people that you, they, you post at us, they will come and laugh. It's not always about what the Lord said to me, uh, being quote. Mm-hmm. But then those conversations, of course, began to appeal to me because mm. of them. 
ah, can you, one day, I remember the first day I went for that meeting, one of the girls I met there, she called me like the next day in the evening. We started talking about Ecclesiastes, Solomon, what Solomon said, how life is, one thing, one thing. We spent like three hours on that call. Nobody is helping anybody. Nobody is talking about what happened today. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, did you eat I'm well? We're just you? scripture we're discussing, talking about life and those kind of things. Nobody is particularly gaining anything from the discussion. But we're just having it. Mm. And that was one of the most energetic and most spirit-filled and enjoyable discussion I had in a long time. Yeah. You see, God had transformed and changed mm. the taste that I had. Mm-hmm. Yes. That yes. person I experienced. Mm. What God just did, once you submit yourself, he changes you exactly. so that you're transformed by the renewal of your mind. Mm-hmm. So, at this point in my life now, all those things I used to enjoy with my old friends now, you they're not things you can tempt me with anymore. Yeah, exactly. Can't even come, stand it again. Come, let's go and do this. Yeah, it doesn't like, make any sense. Like, okay, let's, before I'd be like, ah, no, because of Jesus. But now it's, what, no. How do you guys for, forget, forget Jesus. Say, what's oh. the bit of that rubbish? <laughs> How do you guys enjoy How do you guys enjoy this? Mm, yeah. You even think I... Your taste buds will change. Jesus, you even be like, Jesus, wait first. Let me tell this guy something. <laughs> <laughs> and I think we shouldn't just go to church to look for friends. You can't no, go to church to look for God. People. Mm. The thing is that we, people, you don't go to church to look for friends. Like yeah. You go, go to, to church, church to look, look for God. God. Yes. God will bring his people to surround, to surround you. you. At the end of the day. Him, if you want godly friends, mm. you bring them along. Mm-hmm. So I think for that person that is always stuck in the middle looking for, ah, how will I find these friends? The problem is that you are looking for the wrong thing. Just so friends will not save you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not it's all. Jesus God. that will save mm. you. Yes. So focus on Jesus Christ. Like, like I don't know how they say it in. Um, okay, they say the opposite in physics. Sorry, it's unlike poles that attract, but, but in in life, like minds usually attract. Mm-hmm. From you following Jesus, one way, one way, you will hit somebody that's following that's, Jesus because they say the Wi-Fi. They say the road is narrow, so so we go jam. No, you hit one guy. Say, I beg, excuse me, that was your problem. Say, have you read Jeremiah <laughs> Yeah, I think that's just that's just like the. The um, I don't know what to put it again. The summary of the yeah, book. how you can make that transition exactly. Yeah. But yeah, just keep um just feeding keep yourself with the word. Mm. Just keep feeding yourself. He's don't our worry. Lord. He knows when we need friends and when we don't. The, uh, so at the end of the day, sometimes it. another thing to mention that sometimes you think what you need at the time may be friends. Mm. Sometimes it may not be God. Yes, what he's doing. God wants your attention. He just mm. wants you. So Very he will true. just mm-mm. isolate you. So imagine yes. you say, delete all those just people's it. numbers and throw away your phone. Come, yes. can I read Get your Bible. Get this message. Get this <laughs> message. True. Keep listening to it. Yeah, it might just be like that. You will say, forget friends. If I don't even go to church, say, sit at home and uh, download these messages. Okay. Sit down there and be listening to it. That's church. church now. <laughs> Think about, no, it happens to people like that. It happens to people like that. Yeah. You just find yourself. You isolate yourself. Somebody will just sit down. He doesn't have work. He's not going to school again. There are people that have been jobless for seasons for that kind of thing. You go to church on Sunday, beyond Sunday church. So you go to church on Sunday. Once it's not church on Sunday, you start his room reading one book, yes. reading the Bible, listening to messages, just building spiritual life. So that when you come out again, God has built you up for a particular cause. I think that our lives are about purpose. Because mm-hmm. because one thing about it is like, let's just not make it all about friends. Just exactly. like you say, it's about our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. So let's not exchange him at the expense. Of friendship. Of friendship. Of friendship. So let's know that he's the main goal mm-hmm. and focus more on him. Just keep looking up to him. Just keep listening to messages. Keep hearing the word. Just make it that your priority is him. And don't worry. In due time, God will send like minds, people of the same purpose and goal across your way. Alright, so we're going to be going on a very short break. We're having a very engaging discussion. If you're just joining us, this is because you are young. 
<laughs> we are going to be back immediately after this short break. Don't go anywhere. This is still because you are young on Kingdom World Radio. Welcome back, everyone. This is Because You Are Young, if you are just joining us. We have been discussing my inner circle, who will be my friend. So far, we've been able to establish what friendship is or what we should label it to be, the concept of godly and evil company and how it affects us, and how to transition from a life of following bad friends to a life of following godly friends. What was the most important thing in the middle there? We knew that the most important thing, as we established, is following not friendship, but Christ Jesus. And we are going, continuing on that line into the conversation. So, okay, we've been able to talk about so far the importance of good friendship, godly friendship, how it builds us up. And we now establish that apart from the friendship, friendship is the secondary thing. The important thing is Christ. Mm. As you are following Christ, Christ will bring and surround you with his own people as he sees fit. Mm. So now I'm going to go into, you know, we have now established that this is a need of godly friendships. So what are the functions of these godly friendships now? How does it build us? What are the importance? What do the things to look out for if we are establishing this? Because we're not only learning, okay, we need godly friends. You too have to be a godly friend to somebody. Exactly. You get. So you know that you just be, the Bible says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Not you, you'll be receiving all the edification. Everybody around you is just pumping inside your, mm. you cannot pump to anybody. It's not a, if you are that kind of person, me, I will not be your friend again. No, no. Try. It's the friendship for it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do we exactly are the things that we look out for? Basically, me, I'm just looking for like in the beginning, when we were defining friendship, somebody would mention sharing bodies, comforting each other, scolding each other, defying each other. Well, we are just spitballing all these things now. What do you look out for in those kinds of friendships? Okay, let me just give this um, instance. Just to explain what I want to say, you know, at a point, um, I I met someone, I met a friend, N- not a friend, I met someone, and the person said he's a guy, you know, the person kept on saying. One day the person said, um, come out, let's have dinner. I was hungry, 
and I needed to eat. I wanted, I was just coming back. So I told the person, no. I already know what this person wants and, you know, I said, no. Well, should I say fortunately or unfortunately? I had someone I called a friend in my house. So when I came back, I told the girl, oh, this is this, this is what happened, this is what happened, and so, so, and so called. And the girl told me, um, you see, it's not bad to receive gifts from guys. You know, just hang out with them as long as you don't have anything doing with them. You know, at that point, one part of me sank. One part of me was like, okay, Ruda, it's not bad. But then the other point said, Ruda, are you crazy? What, what, what are you even thinking of? So just from this um, brief explanation, I just want to say that, you know, your friend should be able to tell you that, ah, Ruda, this is not, don't even try it. Ruda, this you did is wrong. Ruda, how will you lie? Or this, I think your friend should be able to correct you. Your friend should be able to look at you and tell you, I mean, why will you do such a thing? That's so stupid of you, mm, you know. Mm. Your friend should not be that person that he's scared or she's scared to tell you that uh, you I did think, wrong, yeah. you see. Mm. Your friend should tell it to you how it is. This is not nice. You messed up. Ah, what's the meaning of this? I think one of the things that even, one of the things that even kills this is on, on our side. Now, one of the things that even kills godly friendship a lot of times, like, is when we, you know, most of the times eh, in our lives, especially since as young people, people that will keep as friends are usually going to be in our peer group. Mm-hmm. So they won't have any direct, how will you say, authority over you. They cannot tell you that. Don't lie. Nobody can. You, your age means cannot exactly tell you that kind of thing. Don't lie. If I say no, uncle, yeah, you say no, they will leave you alone. They won't beat you. Nobody say, that's not good. Don't do it. Don't do that again now. Why? That's where your friend comes in. But no, I'm saying that even these people that are your friends now. So the I think the primary objective now is that people have to be able to subject themselves to godly counsel. Mm. You have to be willing to accept the voice of the Lord coming through people that are close to you. Which is why it's important that you submit to family, like that kind of thing now. People that maybe they've um, gone ahead of you, they have um, more authority in things. Even people that are within your level, but you understand that whatever is coming from this person Mm. is most is Nine times out of ten, going to be scriptural. It's going to be godly, which is the importance of surrounding yourself with godly friends. If God is now so important to you, these people that you have called your friends that are following this same God, what comes out of their mouth, you won't trivialize. Mm. Like for instance, now you are talking to your friend and then they seem to be uncomfortable. Ah, you shouldn't have done that kind of thing now. And they shouldn't be afraid to say such a thing to yeah. you. That's what makes friendships important. I used to have a kind of a friend like that, although ah. Was that friendship godly? I didn't, I'm looking back now, it was not. Don't talk, I don't talk to the person again. Pray for them all the time. But I don't talk to them anymore. The problem I had with her at that time was that it seemed to be that if you ever had a problem with anything she was doing, you were an enemy. Huh. Then you can't call that person a friend. Like, so whenever, no whenever, whenever she they misbehave, because they do, ah, you just, you're honest, for the sake of peace, really, mm. shut up. As they are going, ah, they are driving to the edge of that um, cliff, or they will fall. If you tell her now, they will begin to shout for you. Rest, make she fall. When she falls, she goes. I think that's After she would, she go fine. That's, leave her, leave her, leave her, leave her. that's why uh, <laughs> a, any friend we are trying to, like anybody we are trying to be friends with, must be someone that is looking at Christ. Mm-hmm. Because then can we rebuke each other? Exactly. I think either in Psalm or uh, Proverbs, let the godly strike me and it will be a blessing. So you mentioned something yeah. like that. Uh, so, because if you have that kind of person, because just like you said, don't do it. Why? Just keep quiet. But if if, <laughs> if the person have, fears the Lord, don't yeah. uh, this is what the Lord says now. Exactly. So I've said it. The Holy Spirit is now mounting it up, mounting it on his mm-hmm. or her head. 
So even if she's claiming not to, even Paul put it like that. Mm-hmm. Like when your brother among you is erring, is living in sin. First of all, one person will go to him. Brother, this thing you are doing is wrong. He refuses to listen. You bring another brother. Brother, this thing you are doing is wrong. He refuses to listen. So recently, I had to cut off from a friend of mine. We we are doing business together because she makes clothes. I also make clothes. So I was working with her um, like almost every day. Then at some point, she wanted me to like overstay, like stay um, overnight to do the work. But then I had to tell her that mo- I like my space, like I ha- like my relationship with God. So most times I stay back at home to like pray, to study, to read, and all. But the way she was sound, she trivialized it like, mm. what are you what saying? Like, it was life. more important. Mm. She she felt that her work, me working for her, was more important than what I was going yes. to do. So it it really pained me because I thought she was a friend mm. that I could okay relate kind of that kind of thing with. Mm. But obviously I just discovered that. If this is what I valued, this is what I wanted. I really love to spend time with God, like pray in the night and all. But she was like, "What am I doing? Like, You're stay now, time. come and stay now, stay in my house." I said, "No, I love what I do. Like when I would stay back and pray and read and do all that stuff." But she, since that time, I just knew that mm, this is the kind of person I should be relating. Yeah. Let me just give her my. Though we still talk, but I just mm. had to give her yeah. that yeah. that distance. I, I know one thing is that the Lord is so kind and merciful because He allows us to see all those flats ahead of time mm-hmm. so at any point hey. in time <laughs> we insist on following that particular person mm. we know that we are the one that decided to follow because we are not blind that we are not seeing because you have seen that the person doesn't have that same desire with you mm-hmm. uh, because imagine saying that you are really the one that is even more dangerous somehow. is those people that look warm they seem that's the, those are the ones that anything goes exactly <laughs> so like for instance now this girl i was talking about now this person i'm talking about the day i took her to uh, church in enugu and the pastor raised hand and said that those of us that are filled with the Holy Spirit raised hand. And this girl followed that raised hand. God, why? Now you just look inside like, I love, but she's filled with the Holy Spirit. And Jesus is not looking at she like, there is my hand. Only spirit. Only spirit. <laughs> Maybe she didn't hear it very well. Only spirit. <laughs> so the thing, all kind of things, or you come and join hands with a group of people they want to pray to receive the Holy Spirit. And she followed her and joined hands. After she left that place, I want to go and meet that particular girl and say, oh, I come, hold my hand. I don't know which spirit you collected, <laughs> but let's just be sure it's the only one. <laughs> and that was how, these are the kind of things that God was like, that have been showing me for a long period of time. Mm. Right now, me and the person don't talk. If I tell you why, why me and the person are not talking right now, you just know that it was not even that event that mm. happened. It was just, oh, I beg. Accumulation of past. You just say, I beg. Let because pray, in a let way, she's even influencing you. That's the thing. She's influencing you. That, during that period, that's when you notice that you gain a lot of impatience. There's a lot of impatience, anger. I know it happened mm. to me a lot of times. You just get angry. You get and it also opens you to lukewarmness too. So you can be in some things that you don't even approve, but you just be there. You just, just for the sake and you of just the be quiet for the sake yeah. of let peace to let rain. Let peace oh, rain. That kind of nonsense peace. But then it's <laughs> a very rubbish <laughs> nonsense peace. Yeah. So it got to a point you just look at it and be like, whoa, you see? Um, just. You wouldn't know if you would tell them, like, just go. But it's just a factor of um, me and you are not just friends anymore. If I see you for a road, I go wave. Mm. You know, I'll pray. I pray for her all the time, consistently. In fact, you have, I have more love for her now than I did when me and her used to talk frequently. Because you understand her state now. You understand, now yeah. I understand that. It's not, I'm not angry with you. I'm not angry with you. It's, it's what you need is Jesus Christ to change you. Completely. To change you. That's what I'm praying. Every day, Lord, convict this person. Let them see the true life that is in you. 
and not this rubbish that they are deceiving themselves with. Mm. Because you understand that you know when we are forgiven, when we have lived our life following Jesus for a long time, we forget that grace and mercy is a very big factor in all the things that we do. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus has shown you mercy for a very long time, you forget that some people have not had that mercy for as long. Yeah. Yes. You not forget that you were forgiven of plenty yeah. too. Yeah. That as if, as if you are just giving birth to God say, if I show you what you were before, <laughs> you were even worse than the person. So, you, so you know how you will be dealing with this kind of people. So you know the day now. By the time you learn more of Jesus, you are not angry. It's not a matter of anger. Just that this have is patience with is, them. Be patient with them. It's just to be patient. But of course, patience is not the one that we are being patient. Come, let's go and see him together. Mm-hmm. They follow. Your kind person they go for the see film. Why? I'm not angry with you. But if you company corrupts good manners, from seeing film, we will sit down and eat together. Mm-hmm. You will now and start talk. and we will talk. Talk about the film. And we will talk about the film. Mm-hmm. And you will say one rubbish that I don't like. That's in the film. I mean, because I'm being, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and because I'm a child of God, I wouldn't want to be, you know, coming out at you at that. So yeah. just we'll continue praying. Maybe one day I will see you in church and you come and tell me what the Lord has done for you. And I will tell you a script and I will go to the back and say, thank you, thank Jesus. You, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just, but I, I, you know, it, it gets the, the drift we are trying to pass. Yes, Many times, yes. those things that can be very, very difficult. But like we established before, we have to look out for some particular things. The person loves the Lord. Mm. And if you love the Lord and the person loves the Lord, you respect their counsel to an extent. Mm. Just like you expect them to respect your um, counsel. Which is why sometimes, as if I, I used to offend people sometimes, me personal experiences, I used to offend people sometimes. Because maybe I'm talking to you, you are a Christian. I had the, even this political season that we are in right now. I talked to somebody one time after they had announced presidential elections. The way the guy was talking, supposed to be a Christian. And I wrote one very nice long paragraph. It's not as if it's, I'm not a superior, I'm not anything. I barely even know. It's just that me and him, we relate because of one group chat. He's a Christian too. After I finished writing the long paragraph, so many scriptures, references, pointing and there and there and there and there and there and there and there. And I came to conclusion. The brother now replied, well, that's the way you see it. I say, hey. And I asked him, are you, are you a Christian? Because if you can't. Now, everybody in the group are looking at that. Ah, ah, he's a Christian. Now, can you that coming? I say, I'm not trying to say he's not a Christian. Mm. But me, I'm now worried. Because you said you are a Christian. Mm. If you, you as a Christian like replied me with such a long paragraph full of scripture, before I reply you, I will go and sit down and think first. And read them. And read references. And bring the Bible and say, okay, let me look for the content what you are saying. If I'm replying you and say, okay, I understand, brother. But this thing that you said there, notice that I said like this, like this, like this. Yeah. Not the one to come and say, eh, that's your opinion. Uh-uh. It is not my opinion. It is but Christ's opinion. It's from the Bible. And you know, you're not saying your own, you're not, just, mm. you're not saying your own opinion. You're just saying everything that has been written in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like one picture out. I saw the other day. Somebody like, oh, the, this common, you are judging me, you are judging me. Stop judging me. Thing. And the picture was saying, the woman was shouting, say, you are judging me. And then the, you've seen that picture of that woman that is pointing with the cat at the other side. And the cat look and say, I, only, I read a Bible verse. <laughs> Buddy, I'm not, I've not even judged you yet. I've not even judged you. You don't already the verse. That kind of thing. So usually, usually when we identify those kind of people now, that it seems that they seem to be so repelled by the, the word of God. Mm. You bring scripture, they're like, leave that thing first, Joe. Automatically, I have a red flag against you. Like, they, know that. they know the truth. They know, like, they know the truth, but they just don't want to accept it. At the end of the day, I had a friend like that one time. She came and told me about one boyfriend that she had gone to him. So that the guy believes in premarital sex. But so I said, wait, stop, what? So how are we associating with this boy? He said he was raised one kind, one kind, one kind. I said, how are any of these things relevant? He said he's a Christian. Just like, he's not a Christian. What do you mean he's a Christian? 
the girl became angry with me. Said, "This why she didn't want to tell her Christian friends yeah. because now they will just be boys." I said, "The fact that you didn't want to tell your Christian friends means that this room there was something wrong with you. Exactly, you yeah, were hiding something. something. Sure. Even if you were afraid of being judged, which of course I don't know why you are afraid of such things because if I don't judge you, who will now judge you? Mm. Do you want do you friend, want unbelievers to judge that you? That is it. If I call you my friend, <laughs> you are." You have a right to tell me that this is wrong. Mm. The people don't realize that you see, if godly people cannot judge you, what happens is that one or two people will judge you. God Himself will have to judge you, or unbelievers will end up judging you. One of the way, one way or another. So, but that, and either of those ways, uh, unbelievers judging you is bad. God judging you, I believe, is worse. <laughs> Because you might, you, you, you might come out injured from the whole experience. In fact, God <laughs> is even trying to judge you through your friends. That's why, you know, he gave, it, he gave, you, he gave them to you so that they were at least Tell everybody is, you know. I mean, we are running this race together. If you see what I'm doing that is making us mm. sleep, to making stumble. us... Mm. Why not take it aside and let's move on? Like, I, 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 it's, it's even God that has to help many of us because sometimes we just want to be quiet for the sake of... Ah, let me not bug, um, bother somebody mm-hmm. too much. But if somebody is valuable to you, the Bible says that anybody that um, rebukes his brother will no. save his soul and, re- and redeem a multitude of sins. Mm-hmm. Re- meaning that you see him doing this one thing, and like we said before, he, that your brother will come and tell you that, ah, you just casually tell you about one lie he told. Mm-hmm. Then you are not quiet about it. Like, what was that? What did you say you said? That's a lie now. You um, have just told him the truth. Mm-hmm. It's a lie, Bash. That thing you said was it true? It's not true now. Why we say that kind of thing? Just that thing alone has, has you know, managed to crush the, it. Yeah. Yeah. the potential for lying. continued. But the first time he does it, mm, quiet. Second time he does it, you're quiet. Until the thing becomes a habit, now then talking to him now becomes difficult. You telling yeah. lies. You, you see that, that, that kind of thing. Another thing that's important, like we said before, is that changing your own life is also very, very crucial. Because, like the Bible said, when Jesus was talking about that hypocritical judging, there's a log in your own eye. Mm. Then you now manage to see the speck in your brother's eye, and now you won't go remove him. Say, first remove the log in your eye, and not the one that you go and tell somebody that. Don't ah, don't be telling lies, don't be telling lies, don't be telling lies. Next thing your boss will call you, where are you? Oga, Oga, don't worry, I'm at Transikulu. I'm coming, coming, you're at Tokara Square, inside boss. You've defeated the whole purpose of the Exactly. So the friendship has to kind of like go both ways. You follow Jesus. Me, I will follow Jesus. I think the what we have to address now, because most of the battle we have is not even with unbelievers, it's with those that supposedly claim they are Christians. Because they are the ones that normally pulls us very well back very well. Because we have to draw this line, boundary on time. So that maybe someone said that he's a Christian, but just like you said, when you bring out when you show the person scriptures of what the Lord says about something. Instead of them, okay, being in subjection to that scripture, they, they will still be saying that's your own opinion. Like, it's just clear that they don't even hold the word of God in high, high regard. regard uh, that kind of, so I think, because I've had that experience with some people, like, someone will just say something like, ah, are you sure? You'll yeah, be like, I, thought, I thought you said you're a Christian, that kind of a thing, but the person will say like, see, yeah, this, this, the way this is. So, and mm-hmm. for your own safety, you have to draw that line on time. 
Draw that boundary. Even Jesus in the Bible said that we should beware of. There are three yeast that Jesus said that we should mm. be aware of. He said first of all, beware of the yeast of Pharisees, the Sadducees, mm. the yeast of Herod, and the yeast of the Pharisees, Pharisees. which is hypocrisy. Mm. Jesus said that beware. He knows that those things, you know, a little yeast leaves the whole no, batch no, of no, dough. Yeah. So it's like avoid it completely. Why? Because you will know when you get corrupted. Of course, that is the issue. This person is consistently living in hypocrisy. You say you are a Christian. Now we are talking about scriptures here, but your own opinion supersedes what Jesus Christ said. Mm. Firstly, I have to avoid you. Why? Because one day you will corrupt me, and I won't even know what's happening to me. Suddenly, you don't know that you are sleeping here and there. Why? Mm. You don't know that that your friend that told you that this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. Not only, but the Bible said, "Leave Bible, Joe." Mm. I'm talking about life. Yeah, talking about Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Just like somebody said, you have a five-minute discussion with somebody. And before you know what's going on, oh my God! Your you whole you, mindset. Your whole body. Before you recover from that, five and maybe you are the kind of person that has to think a lot. Not <laughs> <laughs> brooding over you when you go back. Like, no, that's that's, that's the way thoughts. Uh, that's the way thoughts are because that's why we must be careful of the things that we pay attention to. Too, because yeah. thoughts, even just passing a, a, along the street, like you just hear some things, they just stick, but they won't show themselves. There's a particular point they'll just come. You just remember. So that's why you just have to feed our minds like be yeah, able to guard it very well okay so may ask is it only this um being a christian that is a basic um prerequisite for making friends like i have a que- i have this question now we have godly people now they are not hypocrites they are true godly people is it the only thing factor we should consider in making friends what of okay i'm a business person I like business. Mm. And this other person does not, he's not business inclined or mm. she's not business inclined. Okay. What of my own personal opinions about, you know, so I want us to briefly talk about it. Is it only the godly fact or the being Christian or something that is the major, that's the only thing for? That's where we draw the line. Okay. We are talking about inner circle. Mm-hmm. We have, okay, you meet someone for the first time, you call the person your acquaintance. You've been relating with a, um, a person for a very long time. You guys know each other. You know your parents. You can call the person your close friend. There are um, relationships that you have. Okay, this person is my business partner. I work with this person. I think You I can't think, call the person what, your friend per se. I think what she's talking about is that even within the realm of Christians mm. now, mm. Yes. like how do you now separate? Okay, is it that once the person is a Christian, ah, you are my friend. My own what trying to uh, say. personal, for instance, um, just like I said before, I like business. Okay, apart from that, I'm this kind of person that, um, let's say, I don't like, I don't like, um, how do I put it? Crowd, like noise, or you know, we have a Christian that likes talking. The person is outspoken. Mm. The person likes it when everywhere is rowdy. Mm. That kind of thing. Those my own personal qualities or likes also determine the people I keep in my inner circles. Now, we are all Christians. I have people of different characters and they are all Christians. They value God. They respect God. But my own personal... Okay, I get what you are trying to say. <laughs> that way individual you know, differences come We are just come unique in. in our own way. Because yeah. looking at Jesus Christ, he only hangs with three three people most of the times everywhere he's going just that three so he has plenty of other disciples but peter james 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 and john John. so even when he was praying it was them too so 
the thing there is that ask God for everything. He can give you, he can supply those kind of friends to you for you to hang out with them. But let's not just go out there and start seeking it on our own because it's not, we are not thinking on our own so that we can do it on ourselves because just ask God. For instance, business, you need someone for help. Ask God. will supply the friends you need because most of the times you might think you need to have a meeting with maybe one of all these top um, coach that can help you. But maybe in just this discussion, someone will just say something. Make no, an, an, a, a, an example of maybe when he was um, doing something in the garden. And from there, you just get an idea of what to do. But yes, I understand what you said. Well, it's not easy to discard someone that is in your inner the thing, circle the thing just is that like that. You don't have to. I don't think. I think the confusion now might be this discarding thing. <laughs> I don't think you have to do no, pa- particularly discard people. Mm-hmm. You see, God brings people into our lives for purposes. Yeah. Everybody's supposed to serve a purpose mm-hmm. at every point in time. You will not decide what the Lord will do. For the king's word is supreme. Who will say to him, what are you doing? So God will decide that this is what this person is supposed to do. You just have to keep your mind in tune with the spirit of God and let him instruct you. So our friend is basically who we should discuss everything. Scriptures, life. And don't be quick quick to, you know, you can learn from everybody around. Okay, um... Let's just ask God for friends. And in the transition stage phase, let's hold on to him. He's the one that supplies us with the friends we need and all through life. So maintain that relationship. Make sure that your inner circle are those that love the Lord and always desire to know him more. Because I think it was in Jeremiah. Let him that boast, boast in this, that he knows me. So let's have friends that seek to know God and also please him. Yeah. Let the center of our friendship be good. Jesus Christ. So yeah. everybody is working towards it. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, for guys, for being in the studio with me today. Chinedu, Roda, Eunice. Thank you so much for being around. This has been Because You Are Young. If you are just joining us, missed a whole lot. You can catch the episode again on our podcast channels. Just refer to, or you can refer to our social media handles, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the KW Radio. Once again, this has been Because You Are Young. Before we sign off a short prayer, may God surround you with those that love him. Amen. May the righteous be your inheritance. May you share in the inheritance of the saints who walk with Christ Jesus as you continue to walk with his body in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, this has been because you are young. This is still Kingdom World Radio. Don't go anywhere. Keep listening. And we will see you same time next week. <laughs>